Thank you for joining us on Comedy Co-Pilots. I'm Erin Lynn. And I'm Jocelyn Mance. And this week we're doing the finale of Cheers! It's Comedy right. Co-Pilots! <laughs> yes. Very special episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Buttercup because... Uh, <laughs> This is a long one. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is um so this aired on Thursday, May twentieth, nineteen ninety-three, to an audience of approximately forty two point four million households. And a lot of households. it's a, yeah, it's the <laughs> second highest rated series finale of all time behind MASH. So well. Um, and 300 people attended the filming at Paramount Studios uh, from 7:20 p.m. to 7 5- or to 2:15 a.m. I'm like, whoa, wow. that's a long time. Yeah, because um, it was 90 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the series creators Glenn and Les Charles uh, co-wrote the finale. And they made the episode longer to accommodate the network's demands for more commercials. (laughs) Classic. Yeah, because I think this definitely could have been done in one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking like they were going to get like a lot more shit done or whatever, but they did not. (laughs) No, it was like one long, drawn out episode. Yeah. Um. So this is uh, season 11, episode 26, One for the Road, uh, part one. Uh, The Hulu description is Sam gets an unexpected visit from his ex, uh, Flame, and Cheers' favorite, Diane. Uh, So we open in the bar with everyone watching television, and Frazier comes in and he asks what everyone is watching in a very wordy, pretentious way. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Cliff says they are watching the Cable Ace Awards. <laughs> oh, As if anyone watched. <laughs> <laughs> for cleavage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Norm says they are living for it. And this guy, Paul, I've never really seen this guy before, but <laughs> he says that Kim Alexis is presenting and uh, Cliff reminisces about Kim Alexis being in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition and hiding under the covers of the flashlight while his mother banged on the door. And which, he tries to play it off as a generic story. <laughs> Which I'm confused because when we see her later, she she does not look like old or anything. So like, how is uh-huh. he looking at her as like a teenager when he's like middle aged? <laughs> I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know. Maybe We're not still lives with his mom now. Yeah, <laughs> and she still monitors his use of the Sports Illustrated. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a weird I, I didn't get that one. Yeah. <laughs> then we get the, then we get the credits. And it's just the normal I think they've had the same credits the whole eleven seasons. Uh, and then after the credits, Woody tells Frazier tomorrow he's getting sworn in to the Boston City Council. 
And Frazier said it started out as a small joke and became an enormous one. And uh, Woody uh, would like help with his speech. And Frazier asked where it is. And then uh, Woody asked if Frazier can write it. And so Frazier says, okay. He says, what ideas would you like me to incorporate? And then Woody's like, well, I'm going to need one more favor. Yeah. Um, so then Rebecca comes in with Don and Carla p- uh, pulls him away to ask uh, Handsome for his order. <laughs> and he's, she starts flirting with him hard. And Rebecca tells him, her that that's her guy. And um, Carla says she can fix that in 10 minutes, but she leaves. And then it's Rebecca's- so refreshing <laughs> to see someone on TV referred to as handsome who's like normal levels of handsome. You know, I feel like <laughs> our standards for what is handsome have gone way up <laughs> for like men and women. It's like, what? yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you have to look superhuman. Yeah, you have to look (laughs) like not anyone in real life. (laughs) You have to look airbrushed at all times. Yes. (laughs) Like a moving mannequin or something. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway. Yeah, and then Rebecca says it feels good to say her guy. And Don uh, says he has something to ask her, but he's been too nervous all night. And Rebecca says to relax and she'll get them champagne so they can celebrate the answer. (laughs) And then they announce Salman Rushdie and Dr. Ruth as presenters on the Cable Ace Awards. (laughs) And I think Norm turns it off or something. (laughs) He says it's sleepy time down south. Gross. (laughs) Yep. And then uh, Sam arrives and he greets everyone and Rebecca wants to talk to him. She asks where he's been and he's been at the sex compulsion therapy thing, which is slow, but painful, (laughs) which is someone who has not watched like the in-between episodes of cheerleader. We did the pilot and I have not watched anything in between. I was like, what? (laughs) Is that a joke or is that real? (laughs) I think it's real. Yeah, it is real. It became apparent that it was real. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yep, he's a, you know, he's the first BoJack Horseman. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. (laughs) So, uh, this week he's not going to think about sex or anything sexual. And uh, Rebecca's like barely listening to him. And then she's like, I want to talk about my love life. (laughs) So she says she thinks Don is about to propose to her, but he's having trouble. And she wants to give him champagne to calm him down. Is that a good idea? And Sam is happy and he hugs her and he offers to buy the best champagne that he's got for them. And he says it's in the Flintstones bottle. <laughs> so okay. I guess that's the joke. I don't know. Nope. <laughs> I don't know champagne. They don't have very good uh, champagne, I guess. They only have Flintstones brand champagne. 
Oh, I thought she didn't know which the which one was the best one. So he was like, oh, it's like the worst one. I thought yeah. that was the joke. I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Sam asked the, uh, what the guys are watching. And they say the Cable Ace Awards. And they're waiting for Kim Alexis. And he's like, is she the one with the great? And they're like, yes. And then Sam t- hightails it out of there. <laughs> And the the guys say they feel sorry for him. Norm says, first he had to give up drinking, now women. And Cliff says he couldn't do it, he'd explode. (laughs) And Paul's like, I know where you're coming from. And that's a joke because Paul looks like, I don't know, someone's uncle. Yeah, <laughs> Paul looks like Someone's, he doesn't have any troubles keeping the women away. Single, <laughs> single uncle. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then, uh, now Carla is laying across the table while she chats up Don, and she says she only has one erogenous zone, and it covers her entire body. Which and she's had to work hard to get where she is. That would be that. debilitating. <laughs> and don says he doesn't think he or the men of desert storm could satisfy her Um, and then rebecca comes back and she asks carla to excuse them because they're in the middle of an important conversation so she leaves and rebecca pours them champagne and she tries to look alluring while prompting him to ask his question And he says they've only known each other a short time, but he's never been happier and doesn't want this to end. Will she marry him? And she says, oh, Don, of course I won't. And (laughs) is surprised at herself and then tells him to ask her again. So he does. And she says no. And she doesn't know what's happening. She keeps (laughs) doing it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She goes out to the side and she practices accepting his proposal (laughs) by herself. (laughs) And then she goes back and she says, ask me quick. So he does and she yells never. (laughs) (laughs) And then he's like, he thinks she doesn't feel the same way that he feels about her and he tells her to have a nice life and leaves. And then Rebecca starts having a tantrum kind of. (laughs) And Frazier approaches her and he asks if she's okay and she says yes but then she says she let the man she loves walk out of her life and then she's like go get him Frazier so he runs to go get him and then she's like no never no wait (laughs) maybe that she knows deep down they haven't known each other long enough so uh but then she keeps changing her mind and telling him to go get him and stopping and then she says she'll just do nothing and pretend it was a dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Frazier goes out of the door and he yells to Don, run, run like the wind. <laughs> Which is the appropriate response. And yeah. <laughs> by the way, speaking again as someone who like hasn't watched this since the pilot, I was like, who is Rebecca? <laughs> like, I was expecting. I mean, I knew Kirstie Alley was a character, but yeah. I didn't expect her to be hysterical the entire episode. Yeah. I was like, what is wrong with her? Yeah. <laughs> like, I hope this is not how she is all the time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, but I think maybe her and Sam had a thing at one point. But I, I remember yeah. there was a joke in some other piece of media about like Sam and Rebecca and like how they were like the inferior couple to Sam and Diane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which she, makes sense because she's a cartoon character if she acts like she doesn't. <laughs> she's not an adult woman. She's a cartoon character. <laughs> She's like, I want marriage. I want husband. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we're back to the Cable Ace Watchers and Kim Alexis comes out to present an award with Mike Ditka. And they make, you know, some bad award show joke about how little coverage she's had. And the guys eat it up. They yeah. think it's hilarious. <laughs> They make those like wolf sounds, which <laughs> are such a dated thing now. I'm like, I always forget that that happened and was like done seriously. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they, she says that Sports Illustrated should do a swimsuit issue about with men, and Mike Dicka said, or about men's swimsuits. And Mike Ditka says that the women would have to model them. And the guys continue hooting and they're like, oh, oh, losing their minds. <laughs> and then um, they list the nominees for the award and Frazier notices Diane's name in the list. And everyone else kind of doesn't notice. They're like, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Diane wins. And they wonder if it's really her. And she comes up and does her speech. And she lists all the muses' names <laughs> from, like, <laughs> Greek mythology. <laughs> like a nerd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Frazier's like, oh, that is her. Definitely her. <laughs> <laughs> and she thanks her parents for conceiving her, even though they wanted a boy. <laughs> and, and then she says, where should I begin? <laughs> <laughs> the presenters look at her in horror <laughs> and then Norm tells um, says they should tell Sam that the love, is, love of his life is on TV and I'm like they keep they keep saying that throughout the episode and I was like oh I gotta watch these episodes they keep saying they're the love of each other's life yeah. <laughs> like what the hell they must have been really uh <laughs> really in it okay mm-hmm. um and Frazier mentions that he dated her too but then norm says that she dropped him like a bad habit and um carla comes in with her back to the television and she walks very slowly to the bar and she asks woody to tell her what he sees and everyone makes the like cutthroat no motion <laughs> so he says the tv isn't even on and then Carla turns around relieved and she thinks it's a spell she's having. A hallucination, yeah. Yeah. She said it's a doozy. <laughs> and um, Sam comes in and he says that Kim Alexis is hot. And then Frazier says, look to her right. And he's like, oh my god. And then on screen Diane is being played off but she won't leave the uh, stadium they're just st- <laughs> she won't <laughs> she won't leave the podium so Mike Ditka drags her off 
And then they all toast to her success in the bar. Um, Sam says he's going to send a telegram because that's classy. And Carla says, why are you sending a telegram to my hallucination? (laughs) (laughs) Unless it's not one. And Sam looks at everyone and says, it is a hallucination. (laughs) And all of this is part of it, too. (laughs) So then Carla thinks she must have been in a car accident. She must be hooked up to machines right now. What a relief. And later, Diane phones Sam and thanks him for the telegram and asks how he found her. And he says that Frazier has a colleague who's a shrink to the stars. Um, and Yeah, this part's weird. <laughs> Diane's like, I wouldn't call myself a star. And Sam's like, I didn't say you were one. <laughs> She says she's sorry she hasn't been in touch. Life's been busy. And he says no need to apologize. Um, she asks if life is going okay for him. And he says business and family are great. His hair is thicker than ever. And um, Dan's like, oh, are you married? You said your family is great. He says, yes. Um, he wasn't going to wait around for her and talks <laughs> about his fake wife and kids. Yeah. Which this is the point I was like, how long has she been off the show that he claims to be married with four children? And it's like believable <laughs> that that happened in that time frame. And it turns uh, out... It's not. Yeah, it turns out later <laughs> that she's been gone like what, like six years, five, six years. And it's like... Yeah. That would be an, a, an incredible turnaround. <laughs> Within five like right after you left. Right after she you left. in the door. Yeah. We were engaged for two months. Then we got married. Then we immediately started she having She was already children. pregnant. Yeah. She was already pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So, um, then he, uh, he asked what about her, and she says she has three children, and then he says she has, he has four. And she says that Reed is her husband. Sam would like him. She's been meaning to come back to Boston, but she was afraid of running into problems. And maybe she'll come now. She'll have to check Reed's schedule. And Sam says he hopes she can make it. And she says she does too. And they say bye. And then Norm asks why Sam invited her there if he's lying about being married. And Sam's like, ah, she'll never come. And she knows that I know she's lying. <laughs> yeah, they both think they're so. lying about having families and being married, which is yeah. pretty obvious they are due to the ridiculous amount of children they've supposedly had <laughs> <laughs> in the past, like, four years or whatever. Yeah, why wouldn't she thank her husband in her sweet... Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's also true. <laughs> um... And then Norm's like, okay, she's coming. And then the next day, Cliff comes in. He says he's in no mood to talk. And the whole bar applauds. He says, thanks for cheering me up with your humor. (laughs) And I'll tell you what's bothering me. There's a guy at work, Marty, who is deciding who gets a promotion. So everyone is kissing up to him. And they ask why that bothers Cliff. And Cliff says he... Because he deserves the job, but he's not going to kiss up. And he earns things on merit. 
And then Woody reads the speech that Fraser Fraser wrote. And there's a whole bit about changing, um, make change to make change. <laughs> changing oh, yeah. a change. There's a whole bit about changing, make change to make cha- make a change. And Fraser has anger management issues. Clearly, <laughs> like throughout this whole episode, pretty. Much. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm it's like, a very is angry he man. like that in Fraser? I don't. I think he does that occasionally in Frasier, but it was really a lot this episode. <laughs> and it was over stupid stuff. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> He's <"Whoa."> a psychologist. <laughs> he I should know. go to a psychologist. I guess that's the joke. Yeah, that is. Still. <laughs> I think. Um, so <laughs> what he says, he knows why he doesn't cure patients. And uh, Norm says he overheard the speech. That part about cronyism was interesting. And a lot of people put pressure on him, like a friend who's been out of work for years, who is fully trained as an accountant. And now he sits at a bar running up a tab he'll never be able to pay off. And Woody could help by pulling strings at City Hall, but he won't because he's a man of principle. And Woody says he's he'll see what he can do. And Norm says he needs five hundred dollars a week and a car. And then Rebecca comes in. She's looking rough. <laughs> and she asks if Don called, and Sam says no. And she goes on about being a loser. And then uh, Sam says it looks like she slept in her dress, and she says she did. Who cares? And Carla says they all will in a couple days. And she says that's the dress she lost her guy in. It's like, oh God. <laughs> okay. And she goes to the back. And she says, if they hear a scream and a thud, just keep drinking. It's a very dark joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Is she how old is she? Why is she acting like that? I don't know. But okay. Um, yeah, I'm like, I really need to maybe I need to watch the rest of these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Sam doesn't think she'll work today, and Carla says she doesn't do anything anyway, and that doesn't start until noon. And then Diane walks in and says, Hi everyone. And Carla sees her and screams. <laughs> and Diane says, nice to see you too, Carla. And then Sam tries to talk, but Carla screams again. Which, and- again, as someone who hadn't watched it that much, I was like, does Carla still hate her that much? Like, their relationship never evolved. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, that was extreme. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what did Diane do to yeah. her? <laughs> Um, and then Diane says, we're just here for a visit. And Sam covers uh, Carla's mouth. And he asks, who is we? And she says that Reed is parking the car. And the kids are in school, so she couldn't bring them. And uh, Diane and Reed would love to take Sam and his wife to lunch. Is she about? <laughs> it's like the way Diane talks. She's so proper. Yeah, is she about? Um, <laughs> Just like it would be totally reasonable for his wife not to be about <laughs> to be like at her job. <laughs> yeah. And he says, yes, he'll go get his wife, Rebecca. 
and he leaves Carla to Woody. Uh, he gives Carla to Woody so her mouth will continue to be covered <laughs> and he goes to find Rebecca and he's like he asks her to be his wife and she's like upset that she can say yes to him <laughs> because he doesn't mean anything to her and he explains the Diane situation he says he'll owe her big so she agrees and Sam says let's fix you up and that's the end of part one <laughs> And part two is, the description is, reconciliation comes for Sam and Diane after an unexpected turn of events. So we began with Carla apologizing to Diane about her behavior when she arrived. And she says, it's lovely to see her. (laughs) And Diane says, thank you. And then Carla asks, when will you be leaving? (laughs) (laughs) Carla walks away and then Woody walks over to Diane and they greet each other and Diane asks what's new in Woody's life and he says he got married and he's gonna have a kid and also he got elected to the Boston City Council (laughs) and Diane's like oh and I'm next in line for the throne of England (laughs) and Woody says maybe they'll work together someday to hammer out a treaty Mm -hmm. or something (laughs) And then we get the credits. <laughs> and then after the credits, Fraser walks in and he greets Diane. Uh, she says he's looking well and he says he's feeling well. He's happily married with a bright young son and a successful practice. And he's over her. And she says she's glad. And he says there's nothing between them. And then he like grabs her shoulder. <laughs> And he says, she could be an ugly stranger, but then starts talking about all the attributes that he likes about her. (laughs) And he's like grabbing her shoulders. And um, he's so glad he's free. And she's like, you're hurting me. (laughs) And then he yells that she never hurt him, did she? Yeah, and this was like, oh god. In this second part of the episode, Fraser has a little bit of like weird, angry misogyny, <laughs> uh, sort of yeah. uh, air, air about her. him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I wonder if Shelley Long ever was on Fraser. But oh, that'd be interesting. I'll have to look yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, so he says good to see her and walks away so then Diane goes over to Norm and Cliff and says they are exactly how she remembers them and Cliff says looks are deceiving their lives have changed and she says how so and there's a long pause and then he says if it ain't broke don't fix it (laughs) and then Sam comes out of the back and he brings a still out of it Rebecca with him And he introduces her as his wife to Diane. And Sam says she's a real pig today compared to what she usually looks like. And then Reed comes in and he kisses Diane. And she introduces Reed Manchester to Sam and Rebecca. And there's an awkward silence. And Reed says that makes him hungry. And Diane's like, oh, you're hilarious. (laughs) And... (laughs) Sam and Rebecca just look at each other like, oh, God. <laughs> and then Sam suggests Melville's upstairs for lunch. 
And on the way, Reed asked Sam about uh, formerly being a relief pitcher for the Sox. And what was his best pitch? And Sam says, say, baby, what's your sign? (laughs) Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) (laughs) And Woody says, Diane's husband seems nice. And Frazier says, She'll make him pay for it. Again, Fraser has a very dark energy. <laughs> <in this episode. laughs> like, what did Diane do to him? I don't know. Um, I think probably their romance was like a really short plot line anyway, because it's all about like Sam and Diane. But so I don't know. It just seems weird. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, if he has a shred of manhood left, it's because she's waiting to flick it away like a shriveled pea on her plate. And thank goodness I'm over her. <laughs> <laughs> and then he asks for four fingers of the meanest swill what he's got. <laughs> so at Melville's, uh, Reed explains how he always wanted to be a documentary filmmaker. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. Strange. Yeah, <laughs> because everyone's like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> so boring. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rebecca is like shoveling breadsticks into her face. <laughs> and they ask her what she does. And Sam says, because uh, Sam never said, and he says that it never came up. And Rebecca says she's a corporate attorney with Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. <laughs> Which I looked up and is a super group from the 1970s. <laughs> yeah, I could tell it was like something that was not a corporate a corporate thing. And I was like, well, I don't know what that is, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's not super. It isn't super common. So that's actually yeah. kind of smart. Of yeah. it. <laughs> and then she says she specializes in product liability cases. And Sam is impressed. <laughs> And Diane asks how she still raises four little children. And <laughs> Diane says, they aren't so little. And then names four children under five. Yep. <laughs> the, the last being little two-year-old Chelsea, who is one. <laughs> <laughs> you could have gone with, oh, so they're like mine from a previous marriage and they're teenagers or something. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> But no. <laughs> um, and then Reed toasts to marriage, children, and the dawn of a brand new friendship. And Rebecca hears dawn and starts sobbing. <laughs> and Sam says it's her favorite time of day because that's when they met. <laughs> at dawn. How do you meet someone at dawn? What are you doing at dawn that you're out meeting people? <laughs> And he tells he like was coming off a shift at the bar and she was uh I don't know what she was doing. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then uh he tells her to dry those tears of joy. <laughs> and then Don comes up to the table. I'm like, where did this guy come from? <laughs> <laughs> um and he says he's been up all night and he's miserable without her. And she's got to marry him, and this time he won't take no for an answer. And he's like, hi, Sam. <laughs> and 
she says she will marry him and she's happy that she was able to say yes and she asks if Sam minds and he says no and then Don says have a good day and they leave and Diane's like she's interesting (laughs) and so Sam admits that he lied about being married and Diane's like oh you'll find someone eventually and Sam's like, don't feel sorry for me. <laughs> and then Reed says that Diane told him about their past. And maybe this public humiliation is what they needed for a clean break. And now he can move on. <laughs> and then a guy comes in asking Reed what this is all about. <laughs> and Diane's like, who is that? <laughs> and Reed says, it's a friend. <laughs> and the guy says, I tracked you across the country after you left my ho- our house in Malibu the day before. Which... And he deserves better after seven years together. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know what you're about to say. Go ahead. Like, what kind of relationship do they have? <laughs> Where he like has to track also, him across the country. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that? Yeah. And why would the first guy not just, like, tell him, hey, I'm going to, like, be a fake boyfriend for or a fake husband for my... Like, just tell him from the beginning so it doesn't stalk you across country. Oh, no. <laughs> Very weird. They just really needed some... They needed some way to do that. Gay, gay stuff, <laughs> <Yep>. yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, we're gonna make them gay, and gay people do weird stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. we'll just write it off that it, way. It <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We don't actually know any gay people, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then he, the guy asks if Sam is the reason that Reed left. <laughs> and he says, no, he's doing a favor for Diane. And then we find out the guy's name is Kevin. And Kevin doesn't believe him and leaves. <laughs> and then Reed runs after him. And then Sam offers Diane a breadstick. And in the bar, Frazier is describing what happened to Paul. Um, and or F- Frazier, Cliff, and Norm mm-hmm. are, are describing what happened to Paul. And um, they're literally explaining what happened in the episode so far. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Paul gets upset that everything happens when he's gone and he walks out, which is a strange reaction. Yeah. I would be like, I want to stay here. Yeah. Now. I'm posting up here now. (laughs) (laughs) And then Don comes downstairs. He's carrying Rebecca. And he tells the bar that she'll be gone for the rest of the evening. And then Kevin and Reed come down yelling about how he pretended to be Diane's husband. Because she's helping him write tales from the crypt. (laughs) And Kevin doesn't believe him because he's cheated a bunch before. And... (laughs) They leave, and I was like, "Uh, nineties, stop yeah. it." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Paul comes back, and he realizes he missed something again. And then back at Melville's, Diane says that they are prophetic. Sam says, "How so?" And she says, "You just spent the afternoon pretending that Rebecca was your wife, even though she's desperately in love with someone else." 
And he says, well, at least he didn't fly across the country to make an ass of himself. Which is true. Like, she definitely did the most in that situation. She was definitely doing... Definitely the weirder one. (laughs) Even though they're both so pathetic. She's especially pathetic. (laughs) And then she says, well, you do it. You make yourself an ass so brilliantly right here. And um, Sam says the only reason why he did all of this was so Diane didn't get the idea that his life was empty without her. And isn't that what she came to see? And she says she came to she came back on a quest for truth. And he says he has a very full life. And she says, tell her about it. And he says that she walked out of his life six years ago and doesn't get she doesn't get to hear about it. So now she's like, oh, you're angry at me for leaving. And she says, when I left to finish my novel, I thought I'd be back in six months. But when I finished, the publishers didn't want it. And she didn't know why. And her agent told her to trim a couple thousand pages (laughs) off. (laughs) And turn it into a screenplay. (laughs) That's how that works. A couple couple thousand pages off of what is probably a very dry (laughs) manuscript. And then it's suddenly a screenplay. (laughs) And she wanted to come back successful, but six months turned into a year and she had waited too long. And Sam says, what are they doing? They don't work together. They have great sex, but they are a total mismatch. And they proved it again today. And she agrees. And she says she doesn't have a full life. She has her career and a few friends. Reads her dog groomer. (laughs) Sometimes she feels lonely, but that's the life she's chosen for herself. Uh, First of all, how did Reed become her dog groomer? I thought he was her (laughs) co-writer. They have very different ideas about their relationship, it seems. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think he's her dog groomer, and then he probably found out that she's like a writer, and he's like... Trying to break it. Help me with my script. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of what... They didn't really spell all that out, but that's kind of what I guess. Um, So, she shakes Sam... (laughs) She shakes Sam's hand. (laughs) Goodbye. And then she says, that's silly, and she kisses him. And she starts to leave, but Sam asks her for a favor before she does. He wants to order the dessert, but it's only for two. And what is it? And she sits down. He's like, it starts with ice cream. And she's like, what do they do to it? And he's like, cover it all over with raspberry sauce. And she says, that's sinful. And he says, there's more. They heat up the sauce. And she says, how hot do they get it? And she said, he says, how hot do you want it? And, it's, <laughs> and then the waiter. At this point, it occurs to me. Now, remember back in the beginning when he came from like sex addiction class or whatever? Yeah. They never yeah. mentioned that again. <laughs> nope. Nope. That can't be the reason he's doing all of this. But yeah. okay. <laughs> He can't, he doesn't have like a sponsor yeah. he can call. Uh. Um, and then the waiter uh, comes and asks them if they want dessert and they say, he says, check please. And she says, hurry. And then in the bar, 
uh, Kelly, uh, Woody's wife, announces Woody Boyd as the new city councilman. And Woody says in City Hall, he's a councilman. But there, he's just the honorable Mr. Boyd. And (laughs) Frazier says he knows he's joking, but this position will make them treat him accordingly. Whatever that means. And then (laughs) the customer calls him lonesome lonesome cow pie (laughs) and he goes over to help him and then um fraser says to kelly that she must be proud of woody she is but she doesn't know uh she doesn't know what problems boston has but woody's the man to solve them (laughs) (laughs) and he says he hopes that she's right and she says that they have to make the city safe for her baby to drive through on the way to public or to private school she's like okay i didn't i don't know who this character is obviously because i didn't watch it but i was like what is her deal (laughs) i think she wants to be like a white person (laughs) but like I don't know. If, was she always like that? Like or a classy think, one. Like, because her husband's on the city council now, <laughs> they're gonna... Yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell. See, this is the first... This seems like the first finale where we're running into a lot of information yeah. <laughs> that we missed from the yeah, past. Yeah, this changed I don't know a lot. if that's a good or bad <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um... So then Norm uh, ends a phone call and he tells everyone to congratulate him because he's now employed by the city of Boston and he has Woody to thank. And Woody says he knows he'll work hard and he's (laughs) Norm's like, oh, you're kind of my boss now. And Woody's like, above all else, we're friends. And then Norm says, I might be late tomorrow. And Woody says, I wouldn't (laughs) recommend it. (laughs) And Rebecca and Dawn comes in and she's in like a white dress now and she announces that they got married and they went to the justice of the peace before they could change their minds. And Rebecca says they are crazy. (laughs) And Dawn says Rebecca has all the crazy and he has none of it. So it averages out to a little bit. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And Frazier congratulates them and he offers to buy them a drink, buy him a drink, and he goes to sit down and he tells Rebecca, who's behind the bar, and she like yells over to him, Don't stop loving me. (laughs) And then when she turns back to the people at the bar, she's like, sobs that she married a a plumber and they're going to have little plumbers and he's too good for her. And her name is going to be Mrs. Santry. <laughs> I don't get what's so upsetting about that in particular. <laughs> her last. He has a good job. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, the name. I don't get right. <laughs> what's wrong with the name. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it, she wants it to be Smith or Jones or. I don't know. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> um, so then Woody thinks. <laughs> Woody thinks that Don is going to make a great husband and she's like I know I'm just having wedding day jitters and she loves him and until she finds out he finds out how screwed up she is and dumps her they're going to have a most wonderful marriage <laughs> which seems oddly self-aware <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
and then Cliff comes in and he says, say goodbye to the old Cliff Clavin. And the bar says, goodbye. And then he says, he got a promotion. Um, and then, but he says it in like a boring post office jargon way that no one really understands. And everybody still says goodbye. And then um, Paul is mad that he was present for mm-hmm. that. <laughs> and um, Norm says that buying all those gifts must have paid off. So I guess Cliff gave in to the to the kissing yep. up thing. But um, we didn't really yep. hear about that <laughs> until now. And then um, he says, no shame in kissing up if it's an honest display of affection for authority. <laughs> and um, he said that ham, ra- oh, someone says that ham radios and steaks aren't too much to pay. And then he says that he upped the ante and he's actually putting a new family room on the guy's house. <laughs> and he can hold his head up high because the marty has to furnish it himself okay (laughs) and (laughs) carla and i'm like are you just paying for that with your promotion money (laughs) what's the point of getting a promotion jeez (laughs) and then carla wants to know where sam is and has anyone seen him since yesterday when he was with diane and everybody's like no and she's like oh no i dropped the ball anything that happens from now on is my fault and fraser's like uh woody's a councilman norm has a job cliff has a promotion and rebecca had a husband it's the best day in the history of cheers nothing could go wrong and then enter sam and diane (laughs) And Sam announces that they are back together. Everyone is silent. And he says, did you hear me? We're a couple and we're getting married. (laughs) And there's more silence. And then Norm says, congratulations. And that's the end of part two. I thought Sam and Diane, just from pop culture, I thought like Sam and Diane were like supposed to be like, you know, a couple like Ross and Rachel and stuff. But it seems like no one wants them to be together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what exactly yeah. happened there. <sighs> um I well they are yeah. in this match. And you can tell that from the pilot episode. It's very true. I mean, and it's yeah, funny, but... like Diane is still so unlikable in Alley. <laughs> and you're sort of like rooting <laughs> against them being together. <laughs> I kind of want Diane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I see her likable mm-hmm. qualities, but I do see some qualities that are I don't know. I like how she's like super yeah. feminist <laughs> and like a nerd and like all that kind of stuff. I kind yeah. of like that. <laughs> I mean, she has good qualities, but it's also like it's definitely unlikable moments <laughs> too. Oh no, her personality is awful. Like, if anyone talked to me like how she talks to anyone, I'd be like, get away from me (laughs) right now. (laughs) Um, So part three, the description is Sam and Diane are plagued with doubts about getting back together. So in the bar, Frazier says Sam and Diane are back together after six years of separation. 
And Diane says six years of growing and self-discovery and deciding what they want from life and realizing that they didn't have it. And Sam says they also discovered last night that they have the same taste in desserts. Um, And Sam says he always wanted to live in California. And Woody's like, you're leaving? Um, Sam uh, wants new challenges and Diane will get him a job at the juice bar at her health club. Which seems <laughs> like great. Okay. <laughs> a, uh, a few steps down yeah. from owning a bar. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and then Fraser says he didn't know he had such exciting prospects so he should go <laughs> for it. Here's Kiwi in your eye. <laughs> And then we get the credits. Uh, after credits, the um, Woody asks what Sam will do with the bar. And he says he'll let Rebecca run it for a while. And then he'll sell what's left for kindling. <laughs> and Frazier uh, says he wants to ask a question as a caring, supportive friend. Has he lost his freaking mind? <laughs> they had an awful relationship. And now after to California with her? And Sam says they are just turning on him because he's trying to start his life and he doesn't have to look forward. He doesn't have anything to look forward to there. Um, Sort of insulting to say to all your friends. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, this should have been the whole episode. Yeah. Very annoying. But (laughs) um. And then Carla says she can't believe this is happening. He can't either. He says he cheerleaded them even when they were making mistakes and they should return the favor. And he's not making a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) And Norm asks them what will happen to them. And Sam says they all sit there watching the world go by and he wants to get off the bench and into the game. Carla says he's going to desert them like a traitor. <laughs> and Sam uh, wants more than this. And he thinks they should too. He's not their mother. And this isn't their home. And he grabs his stuff. And he tells Diane, let's get out of here. We have a plane to catch. And he says, thanks, everyone, for your best wishes and for making it clear I'm doing the right thing. Um, So Diane pauses at the door and she says, sorry to everyone. This is the best for Sam. Believe me. And then she Mm -hmm. leaves. And I'm like, anytime someone says believe me, I think that's not good. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Seems like they're trying to convince themselves, too. (laughs) Um. And then Norm says that he gave that man the best years of his life. <laughs> and Cliff says they'll get along without him. Life goes on. And then on the plane, Diane asks uh, Sam if he's still thinking of what the people at the bar said. And he says it's the furthest thing from his mind. But didn't it bother her how they thought that they didn't know what they were doing because they know what they're doing. And she says, damn right we do. And um, the pilot comes over the speaker overhead. And he announces their impending takeoff. 
And Diane says it's the perfect way to start their new life, speeding along the runway and lifting into the sky, leaving behind the tedium of ordinary life, and soaring into the bright future. And Sam asks if she's heard of the Mile High Club. <laughs> and she's like, naughty, naughty. And the pilot's voice comes back and says, there's a problem with the electrical system and they are delayed. And I'd be like, I want to get off this plane. Yeah. <laughs> electrical system, that sounds important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Sam hears him say that he should take this time to reconsider what he's doing. Do you really love this woman? Are you trying to love her because you're afraid to end up alone? Okay. And then <laughs> Sam, Sam's like, what? And then he asked Diane if he heard what the pilot said to him. And she's like, the normal plane stuff. And then she tells him it'll be great. He'll love LA. It's no modern day Athens, but he'll free, feel free there. And then the flight attendant comes on the intercom to apologize for the delay. And she says that Diane is a bright, alluring woman with a great deal to offer mankind. (laughs) And will Sam stimulate her gift or be an anchor pulling you to the bottom of the sea of mediocrity? (laughs) See, this is one of her unlikable moments for me. (laughs) That's like her internal monologue. Super lofty. Yeah, it's like your biggest accomplishment has been a Cable Ace Award. So, like, I have a lot to offer mankind. Yeah, after like, so I don't think he's the one dragging you down. <laughs> Maybe you're just mediocre, and that's okay. But like, it's not his fault. But to this, she says, "Fair question." Yeah. <laughs> And Sam's like, what question? And she's like, nothing. These seats are tight. <laughs> I remember first class being more comfortable. And he says he remembers life being more comfortable. <laughs> and then the plane starts taxiing. And they kind of look like, oh, no. <laughs> and Sam says they should have flown another airline. And she says, too late for that. You can't re- rethink a decision that's already been made. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, yes, you can. <laughs> That's like all I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he says, right, commitment is commitment. They wouldn't want to change things if they could. And the pilot comes back and says they're going back to the terminal. And maybe they're being overcautious, but they don't want to make a mistake about something this important. (laughs) And Sam takes her hand and he says, you know, and she says, yeah, I think we both know. And then at the bar, Carla says goodbye to three uh, women. She says they're in there every night trying to trap guys. And Cliff says no wife of his would be at the bar. And Carla says they'd make more money at the sideshow. That whole interaction was strange. (laughs) (laughs) Like, are these women married that are trying to attract guys? And like, what, does he have a wife? (laughs) I'm like so confused by all of that, but whatever, I guess. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think it was a joke about Carla because she always is trying to trap guys. So she's just being judgmental (laughs) against women that are very similar to her. Yeah. And he's like, that's trashy. Women shouldn't do that, basically. (laughs) Women shouldn't be in bars as he spends all of his free time in a bar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I live with my mom and I look at Playboy or what was it? (laughs) so sam comes in and he's and fraser asks what he's doing there he says they changed their minds sam isn't going to la and norm asks where diane is and he says probably over kansas um at this point and um uh, at least they came to their senses carla knew he would Woody asks about the package Sam has, and he says he's been holding on for, to it for a while, and it's Cuban cigars. And Cliff's like, those are illegal. <laughs> and Sam says, shut up. And he thought they could have a welcome home smoke session. And he offers Cliff one, but Cliff's like, nah, it's getting late. And Norm says, no, too. And he says he's wasted decades in the bar. He's going to go home to Vera. And Carla's shift is over. And she has to get back to her kids. Frazier says his wife, Lilith, just called. And she wants him to bring home Chinese tonight. He hopes she meant the food. What? Weird joke. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woody's leaving too because Carla's his ride. And Sam's like, everyone, um, Sam is uh, like, everyone's, le- why is everyone leaving? And then Woody's like, it's not like, it's our home. This is our home. And he leaves. And then Sam is alone. And then they all come back in and they're like, oh, just kidding. Very Sam. cute. It was a fake out. <laughs> just abandoning Sam. a man at his lowest moment. It was just a joke for fun. <laughs> it's fun That's yeah people <laughs> yeah <laughs> you pretend like you abandoned them and then you you make up for it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, and they said diane called them and they are there to cheer him up and he's like oh i thought i insulted you guys earlier and uh cliff's like you'd have to do more than that and then Norm says, they're here for Sam as long as he needs. And Woody says, except for you, because you have to get up in the morning. <laughs> and uh, Norm says, you really know how to sink a party. And then Cliff's like, I mean, uh, Woody's like, here's your bus schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, Norm's like, when are you up for re-election? Um, so then later Rebecca comes into the bar because she forgot her plane tickets and she tells Sam that she really likes Diane and she knows they'll have a wonderful life together. And then he's like, Mm -hmm. Diane and I are finished. And she's like, ding dong, saved by the bell. (laughs) What does she have against Diane? (laughs) Yeah. She's like never met her before. (laughs) Whatever. And she says she's going on her honeymoon. Her days at Cheers were the best of her life. And Carla says, ew. (laughs) And Sam says, does that mean she won't see them anymore? 
And she says she will sometimes, but she's married now and she can't spend all her time in a bar. And she has her place in the community. (laughs) What does that mean? How is a bar not a community? (laughs) Don got offered a job with the sewer department. So is it like a community of sewer department wives or something? (laughs) What? I'm a plumber's wife now. I have yeah. responsibilities. <laughs> and she says she shot for Donald Trump, but she ended up with Ed Norton. I'll get that. Uh, yeah, what? <laughs> um, and then Fraser says that she did good. And Sam calls her Trixie as she leaves. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That's got to be a reference. Yeah. (laughs) Because I know Ed Norton doesn't mean the actor. It means something else. But I don't know. It's got to, right? But I can only think of the actor. I was like, well, he's a very successful actor. Like, Like, he was very young at this point, wasn't he? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um,. So uh, then Carla says that Sam really scared them before. She thought that they'd never see him again. And he says he's sorry he blew up at them. And then they all list his problems. He's a watch-up ball player. He has an alcohol problem, a sex problem. He lost his one true love twice. And Why are they still calling her his true love? I don't know. They seem to think they're simultaneously <laughs> that they're terrible together and that they're each other's true love. You don't deserve a good <laughs> true love. Yeah. <laughs> and they say there's no apology necessary because his life is so shitty. <laughs> and <laughs> Sam says when he was talking about them not having lives, he was talking about himself. And they all say the irony. They just <laughs> agree with him. <laughs> like when your friend says that, you're not supposed to just agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Sam says he's losing his thrills and tingles one by one. And he wonders what is the point of life? And then Cliff says it's comfortable shoes. If you aren't wearing comfortable shoes, life is chaos. And the greatest accomplishments were made by men wearing (laughs) accommodating shoes. Who's the greatest thinker? Aristotle. There you go. Sandals. Perhaps the most comfortable there is. Not not according to Aaron, let me tell you. Uh (laughs) Yeah, it's not really comfortable shoes. And he says, you hardly know you have them on. And then they say, what about Confucius, Thongs, Einstein? He wore loose loafers. Carla thinks that the point of life is having kids, creating life. Sure, it's disappointing and painful, heartbreaking, and you feel like you can't make it through another day. Where was I going with this? (laughs) And Fraser says, some would say the search for the meaning of life is pointless. It's a cosmic accident. Molecules evolved by chance into an organism with a brainstem left to ponder the meaning futilely. (laughs) (laughs) And Woody says, well, Fraser's trying to keep the talk lively. (laughs) 
<laughs> but uh, his life wouldn't have meaning without all of them. He cares for them more than his family. Because none of them call him Huckleberry. <laughs> and then I think Carly, Carla is like, is that your nickname? <laughs> or someone says that. Is that yeah. your nickname? And he says, no, Woody is. And they're like, okay. <laughs> How is Woody a nickname for Huckleberry? <laughs> And then uh, Carla says she doesn't like to get mushy, but she feels lucky to have the friend she has. And Frazier is not, a, not afraid to admit what he thinks they are all feeling. Time goes by fast. People come in and out of your life. And you should say what they mean to you. And then he just goes, I, I, I. <laughs> <laughs> And he never finishes that sentence. Nope. <laughs> Norm keep and says he keeps coming back to the shoe thing. <laughs> and then the phone rings and they decide to let whoever it is think they are on the way because they should be. <laughs> they all start to leave. Sam thanks them for staying. Cliff says whoever follows Sam has big shoes to fill. I'm like, is Sam leaving? <laughs> Who's following? <Yeah. laughs> but I guess he means in the grand scheme of things. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he says, it all, oh, it all comes back to footwear. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Woody and Norm stay near the door as everyone else leaves. Sam says he still wants a change in his life. Woody says he hates change. Everything's changing. He likes things he can count on. He gave Sam something to think about and he says sorry (laughs) (laughs) and he leaves and that really made me think because 93 was like a year into Clinton's presidency yeah (laughs) and I'm like that's interesting okay everything's changing I don't know Mm -hmm. it was kind of interesting (laughs) yeah um it's also sort of the opposite of what a lot of the the message of a lot of media is you know in terms of like change being good and stuff yeah it just that's what really yeah. stood out to me i was like yeah oh, interesting <laughs> but i guess uh, that's the point of this show because it's like they're always in the bar it's like yeah yeah everything stays the same he likes things you yeah. can count on so. yeah yeah um so uh norm he leaves so what he's gone and then norm says that he didn't want to say this in front of the others but he thinks the point of life is love and you know what he loves and sam says beer and norm (laughs) says sure i'll have a quick one (laughs) (laughs) so sam pours in one and norm says no he loves his stool he wants one waiting for him in heaven and God better not be on it. Uh, it doesn't matter what you love as long as you love it totally, completely without judgment. And Sam says he thinks he should go home and wake up Vera and do what comes naturally. And then Norm's mm-hmm. like, wake her up to watch me eat a bucket of chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's what comes naturally I was like is he super drunk because like if I'm super drunk I would want chicken wings <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then he says he's off, but he's going to tell Sam a secret. He knew he'd be back. You always come back to your one true love. <laughs> and then Sam is like, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> and North like, think about it, Sam. And he leaves. And then Sam ponders. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's the lo- and then he's really like, trying he's like, to work it out. <laughs> what yeah, could it he's be? Like walking around the bar, like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says he's the luckiest son of a bitch on earth. And then someone knocks at the door, and it looks like a black guy. <laughs> and he's like, "No, we're closed." And I was like, <laughs> "Ah, this paired with the fear of changing is weird." <laughs> That's so funny. That you, <laughs> all I thought, because because the person's like entirely in silhouette, which made me think of like old timey like murderers and stuff. And I was like, how funny would it be if he just got murdered right now at the very <laughs> end of the finale? That was also. I was like, oh, is he not letting that person in because they're gonna like do something yeah. bad? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And Sam says, sorry, they're closed. And he goes to straighten a picture. And then he walks to the back. And that's the end. A lot of shows like to do that walking out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> as the end this of might the have show. Been, this might have been one of the first. Or maybe yeah, not. I don't know. Maybe. But... Uh... But leaving the set for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you think? <laughs> I thought it was good. There were some funny moments and stuff. Um, some of it was a bit confusing for someone like having not having not seen the middle bits. <laughs> it was a little bit like, hmm, I don't know what's going on here for some yeah. of it. And it also seems to me like, oh, a lot of the characters really have not changed at all. Like I was surprised that like Diane and uh, Carla still hate each other sort of at the end or Carla still hates Diane. Um and as surprised that Diane was still sort of insufferable, which makes sense because then that makes you support the ending, I guess, for them not ending up together. Because I'm sure this is probably one of the first shows that did that, that had like the on again, off again love interest and they don't end up together. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense because you don't want them to end up together. You're like, yeah, they are making a mistake and everything and they they don't really belong together. Um so yeah, I thought that was interesting. And in general, I thought it was funny and sort of well-written, but definitely could have been shorter. <laughs> yeah, the network really screwed them over. Because yeah. I don't think, I don't hear a lot of people talk about the finale of Cheers. So yeah. I don't think it was memorable Yeah, because they stretch it out like this. <laughs> so, yeah. And they yeah, spent- that's unfortunate. <laughs> And they spent some precious real estate in the end there talking about footwear, which I was like, this is just not, <laughs> this is not finale material, guys. <laughs> yeah, because that's supposed to be that meaning of life talk is supposed to be like the big emotional beat of the yeah. episode, but it doesn't hit because it yeah. took so long to get there. <laughs> yeah. The, because like look at Mary Tyler Moore I didn't see those middle episodes and I still cried at the end of that because yeah. it, it got there mm-hmm. <laughs> it earned that emotion at the end but this one didn't didn't get didn't there know. for me yeah. yeah but I think that's that's all I have to say about this <laughs> this has been a long episode anyway so <laughs> 
Do you have anything nope. else? Nope. That's all I got. All right. Um, well, thank you for joining us this week on Comedy Co-Pilots. If you'd like to contact us, our Twitter is at Comedy Pilots and our email is comedycopilots at gmail.com. No dash between co and pilots. Um, and uh, we'll see you next time with another episode. See you next time. Awesome. Cool, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you for recording with me and watching all those three episodes. <laughs> yeah, anytime. Um, I'll see you, I guess, tomorrow. Yeah. See you tomorrow, and I'll send you whatever I figure out for next <laughs> the next recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. All right. See you tomorrow. <laughs> Bye. Bye.